What up, what up, what up? What's going on, America? It is me, Graham. I am uh, completely alone. I'm set up in my home here in South Carolina. Um, uh, it's the holidays, so everybody is you know off and not at the office, but the show must go on. I will say that you know we waited for days waiting on the uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict at the studio. But me and Alyssa and the kids had this plan to go back and visit Mississippi for months now, and the day was coming, 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 coming. And of course, as fate would have it, of course the Rittenhouse verdict comes down uh, literally the day that I'm in the woods with no service, um... And, uh, yeah, so everyone else uh, obviously talked to you about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. So, to be honest, this episode, I, I really don't plan on talking about that very much. In fact, I'll just go ahead and get my thoughts out of the way. Uh, first of all, I apologize that we didn't have an instant analysis. Literally, like I said, this vacation had been planned for forever. And where we're originally from in Mississippi, there is no service anywhere, especially uh, for your phone, one, but especially to be able to do what we do here. Uh, so, yeah, so I apologize about that, but you've had amazing other conservatives, um, uh, Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk, uh, Michael Knowles, Ben Shapiro. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, Tucker Carlson special has come out now. Uh, everything about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. And I'll say this. My one thought process on it is honestly, I was I was so I was so happy to hear the verdict because even though in my opinion America is very close to losing what makes us America, uh, it, it it just showed that we're not quite there yet, and and there's still a glimmer of hope um, in the darkness that is surrounding us right now. Um, you know, you never lose the right to defend yourself. Uh, even Kyle Rittenhouse said in his Tucker Carlson interview, he said, you know, this wasn't <laughs> this wasn't Kenosha uh, versus Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, this was America versus our our basic right of self-defense. And it was we talked about this. Well, you know, I, I, I said it from day one that if the verdict doesn't go well, they're going to limit. I mean, we had a whole show on it, and, and and so they're going to limit our rights and redefine what it means to defend ourselves. The the primal God given right to defend yourself, your family, your loved ones, or other innocent people. And um, I'm just happy that it went that way. Um, I'm happy that Kenosha has not been set on fire as of yet. Uh, and so you know. Uh, right now, it feels like the good guys won. Uh, I'm sure that the evil that tried to do this to Kyle Rittenhouse, the evil that's trying to fundamentally destroy our country, uh, is getting their next round of batters up, uh, you know, on deck and uh, start swinging again. But anyway, those are my thoughts on Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, we stood behind Kyle from day one. I'm happy that Kyle uh, was found not guilty and fully acquitted, as he should have been. And I 
personally plan on helping Kyle Rittenhouse sue the mainstream media, sue celebrities, sue uh, politicians, and even the President of the United States for every single thing that they have because he deserves it. What they put this kid through can never be forgiven. Uh, It must be dealt with in a court of law, and he must sue them. He must sue them because we cannot allow public figures, politicians, uh, the mainstream media especially, okay? Um, Yeah, let me rephrase that. To me, it's more about the media and the so-called president of the United States that need to be dealt with the most. Um, People's opinions, you know, opinions are opinions, and I would be hypocritical to say, oh, they should, you know, be sued and lose all their money because they have an opinion. Uh, The news I have a problem with because the news responsibility is to report the news, right? Not already label Kyle Rittenhouse guilty and a white supremacist literally an hour after it happened over a year ago. Okay, so for the past year and two or three months, Kyle Rittenhouse has been labeled guilty. He has been labeled a white supremacist serial killer. And to this day, CNN is still publishing articles saying that the trial was constructed and built around protection of white supremacy. Still to this day. Um, And also at the time, uh, uh, presidential candidate Biden labeled Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist as well. That is the stuff that we cannot allow to take place. If you want to be in journalism, if you want to work in the news, you need to, uh, yeah, you need to practice real professional journalism uh, and not eliminating the rule of law that you were guilty or no, excuse me, see that you are innocent until proven guilty. Whereas right now we have it. You are guilty until proven innocent. But then and even after full acquittals. The vast majority of the far left still view you as guilty, dirty, tainted for the rest of your life. And the only reason you got off is because of white supremacy couldn't possibly be because you were actually innocent um okay so some things we want to talk about today uh the big news is truckers um biden has just put the most insane thing ever on interstate travelers that are deemed essential and we'll get into that here in a little bit uh, but but there are a couple things that i want to talk about um beforehand but that's the big thing all right listen up everybody it's simple our title sponsor good ranchers has a limited time offer simply for our listeners you get 10 free bistro fillets when you enter promo code g-r-a-h-a-m at checkout go to goodranchers.com slash gram right now why should you do this well one they support us when facebook tried to turn us off they tried to end the dear america podcast by ending our revenue stream good ranchers stepped in and said nay we support not only the American ranchers and the American ranches, we only we also support Dear America and American Values Act, etc. So you need to support the people that support us. 
Listen, these 10 Bistro Filets, this is a $119 value free with the promo code Graham. Honestly, this is their best deal yet. So go to GoodRangers.com slash Graham right now and get 10 free, free Bistro Filets. And in addition, if you subscribe, you'll get $25 off each subscription box for life. That's right. Get 10 free Bistro Filets. That's $119 value free express shipping and $25 off your monthly subscription for life. What are you waiting for? Stop eating China meat. Eat 100% American meat right now. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. We're going to talk about Daryl Brooks and the massacre that happened at the Christmas parade or, uh, or excuse me, uh, um, I don't know how to pronounce the town's name. Uh, I, I probably should, but it happened in Wisconsin. Uh, Daryl Brooks ran through a parade that was going on, over 30 injured, uh, multiple dead, including a young child. It, it is absolutely horrific. Uh, what's even more horrific is this guy um, had a rap sheet a mile long and was out on a $1,000 bail, but we'll get into that here in a minute. First, eh, I want to talk about the fact that Thomas Jefferson is now racist and can no longer be a part of the society. That's right. New York Post is reporting Thomas Jefferson's statue is removed from City Hall after 187 years. Thomas Jefferson is no longer in the room where it happens. Art handlers packed up a 884-pound statue of Jefferson in a wooden crate Monday after a mayoral mayoral commission voted to banish the like the likeness of the nation's third president from city hall where it's resided for nearly two centuries because he owns slaves oh let's see here let's read down uh the 1883 statue will be a long-term loan to the New York Historical Society, which plans to have Jefferson's model survive in its lobby and reading room. Carrie Butler, executive director of the Public Design Commission that voted to banish the statue, at first tried to block the press from witnessing its removal. Butler relented after members of the mayor's office and city council intervened. Let's see what they say about this. Removing a monument without a public conversation about why it's happening is useless. New Yorkers all need to talk about who we want to honor and why, said Aaron Thompson, a professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice who authored the forthcoming book, Smashing Statues, The Rise and Fall of America's Public Monuments. Thompson said the removal could spark a broader understanding Understanding of history. Moving this statue doesn't mean New Yorkers will forget who Thomas Jefferson was, but some of them might learn from the controversies that the man who wrote All Men Are Created Equal owned over 600 of his fellow humans. Okay, so let's talk about this. First of all, do you guys remember when Donald Trump said that that it won't be, I want to say it was in 2017, that it won't be long until they're coming after Thomas Jefferson and they're going to remove Thomas Jefferson. Um, And then everyone who quoted President Trump, everyone who said that PolitiFact and fact checkers came out and said, that's not true. (laughs) Donald Trump's opinion that eventually the mob... And the woke culture and cancel culture will come after Thomas Jefferson. That's never going to happen. Do you guys remember that? I do, because I got a 
knock against my account on Facebook because of it. But yet here we are. And now, in fact, Thomas Jefferson has been removed because he owns slaves. So it won't be long. Mark it down here. It won't be long before George Washington is taken off of uh, the dollar bill. Uh, it won't be long before they remove all of the founding fathers. Um, but let's talk about the slave owning thing. So most people who have done their actual research um, and, and, and remember, Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. He wrote the Constitution. Also, later on, Thomas Jefferson is also the person responsible for the separation of church and state, right? Which is, was originally um, meant for the church to be protected from the government, not to keep the government out of church, or, or excuse me, not to keep the church out of the government. But that's another story for another day. In fact, most people that have done their actual research know Washington, Franklin, Adams, Jefferson, all these people, when they were writing the Declaration of Independence, they actually had conversations about how do we, because we do believe that all men are created equal, how do we handle the slave issue? Because they knew it was an issue. They knew this. But I think that we forget as a society that back then, when they were writing it, slavery, albeit horrific and wrong, and it's still done to this day in other countries, people seem to forget the magnitude that is what the founding fathers did and signed their death warrants on before they even declared independence from Britain, right? Like they had already written the Declaration of Independence. They'd already come up with our constitutional rights as Americans. They had already come up with those things and figured those things out before they signed the dotted line. So they were willing to die for the Declaration of Independence. They were willing to die for our, our, you know, our Bill of Rights, right? The first 10. They were willing to die for all those things. And they actually had conversations of how do we deal with slavery, and they knew that there was no way that they could do it in that amount of time that they had to declare independence and they had to fight this battle first. Okay, I know that sounds horrible. And some people are like, oh, well, they should have done this and they should have done that. Shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, um, the entire world, put yourself in their place, all right? This is 1776. The entire world, all of human society and all of human history have owned slaves. All of human history has done it to where if you win a war, you claim uh, dominance and governance over the people and territories of which you've won the war and you become a king and a queen and blah, 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 right? Like that's the way that it's been done throughout all of human history. What would you do? How would you do it, smarty pants? I, I'm, I'm, I really want to know, how would you do it better? Because as I've said, even though they didn't dive into and figure out how to end slavery initially, okay, one, because no one knew how to do it, because, <laughs> because nobody had ever done it before. Again, 
people have to understand all of human history had slaves. The founding fathers simply did not know how to do it, but here's what they did know. And here's what they had the foresight to do, or, or in my opinion, the divine intervention from the hand of God to know to do. There would be no end of slavery without the First Amendment. The end. End of conversation. Shut up. If you disagree with that, you're a moron and you're not paying attention. The First Amendment started the process to end slavery. Thank you, Thomas Jefferson. Okay, if we didn't have the right of speech that was deemed inappropriate or offensive or not spoken of, if we didn't have the protected right to have those conversations and those disagreements, there would be no end of slavery and there would still be slaves today. The end. Period. Segregation. Segregation. If we did not have the First Amendment, if we did not have the right to peaceful protest, if we did not have the right to have conversations about things that not everybody agreed with, guess what? We would still have segregated schools and Martin Luther King never would have been able to accomplish anything. Thank you, Thomas Jefferson. All right, everybody, it is not unknown that the Biden economy is in a dumpster fire. It's not in a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire with inflation soaring at record highs with 3.5 trillion dollars that they're willing to add to the national debt. Listen to me. Inflation is coming. It's here and if they continue going with this trucking thing that they're trying to do with our truckers, uh a recession, a depression, anything could be on the horizon. So you need to diversify your savings right now with Birch Gold Group by getting gold, silver, and other precious metals. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, maybe you got a little money saved up. You've worked hard for that, right? So why let people like Biden and the Biden administration ruin it when all you got to do is just text the word Graham to 989898. All Birch Gold wants to do is give you a free info kit. That's it. It is a 20-page info kit explaining why you need to diversify your savings with gold, silver, or precious metals. Now is the time to protect what you have worked so hard for. This isn't a money-making scheme. This isn't a scam. This is about protecting what is yours. All you got to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Go right now. You see, people forget that the Founding Fathers, what they did, wasn't something that was done instantly. They laid the groundwork and the foundation for everything that has been good in America. Without Thomas Jefferson, without George Washington, without John Adams, without Ben Frank, without all of these people, nothing that we have here today would have even been possible. And so to remove them from history because you view them as bad people, you're an idiot. You just are. You're an idiot. Were they a ignorant people in some respects because of the fact that they didn't know anything other than slavery? Okay, yeah, I think that's an argument that you can make. 
but name a single person in human history that was perfect. I'll wait. In fact, if you're a Christian, look at all of the major characters of the Bible. Were they perfect people? Or were they, in fact, horrible people (laughs) that did horrible things? Even after they already knew God. Look at David, for crying out loud. David had sex with some other dude's wife. Then, to cover it all up, put the dude on the front lines of the war so he'd die. Don't talk to me about people doing bad things. Oh, which, by the way, all during those times, there were slaves, by the way. I'm not claiming that the founding fathers were perfect people. No, I, I've, I've, I've said that from the beginning. Ben Franklin was a sex addict. Everybody knows this. However, I mean, Ben Franklin would disappear into sex cave dungeons in France for weeks at a time. How do we know this? Because he's in the like log ends of people that would go in the cave and he'd be in there for three weeks or whatnot. And then he'd come back out. A lot of people believe that that's the reason that Ben Franklin was able to pull off France coming to help us in the first place to win the Revolutionary War. Were they perfect people? No. Do I believe that God can use imperfect people to do amazing things? Absolutely. And removing Thomas Jefferson makes no sense. To say that Thomas Jefferson was a horrible person and deserves to be banished off the face of our history, I think that, I think it's a mistake. Because again, without Thomas Jefferson, Without someone to articulate in such a way, legally, to where even to this day, the First Amendment and the wording, right? Anybody who's a lawyer today, if you're a lawyer listening to the show, or you're married to a lawyer, or your dad's a lawyer, mom's a lawyer, whatever, you know it's all about the wording, yo. All about the wording. For Thomas Jefferson to have the foresight, or again, in my opinion, the divine intervention of the hand of God to write the Declaration of Independence, our Bill of Rights, etc., to where the First Amendment would allow for such conversations to happen. Without the First Amendment, without Thomas Jefferson, there is no end of slavery. That's all I'm saying. Was Thomas Jefferson perfect? No. But without him, there would be no end of slavery. So to remove him because he owned slaves, I think that that's I think that that's ignorant. I think that that's ridiculous because then you are completely omitting the fact that the only reason that we don't have slaves today in America is because of Thomas Jefferson and because of what he wrote and what he constructed and because of the conversations that they had going into it. How do we do something that no one in human history has done? Most of you can't figure out how to make an extra 500 bucks a month because you want to make more money in your finances for your family. And you're criticizing the founding fathers trying to figure out how to alter human history. Again, I've probably talked about this for too long, but, uh, you know, uh, I just think that it is important, and I think that we, we said it. I mean, we said it on this show. We said Thomas Jefferson is going to be gone soon. George Washington will be gone soon. Uh, eventually, Abraham Lincoln will be gone soon, even though, and they'll probably get him on the saying, you know, if I could end this war without freeing one slave, I would, uh, which it's taken out of context because it was in the context of he doesn't want to, 
to he doesn't want all these people to die but even though he was responsible for it they're going to figure out a way to cancel him as well um they're going to cancel everybody but i digress all right let's talk about health insurance so health insurance is something that everybody wants right health insurance is something that everybody needs health insurance is something that's important to everyone um well uh, a guy named Pat Burke, who is a Dem NYS, the Democratic NYS legislator, Secretary of Majority Conference, he is introducing a bill that allows insurance providers to deny coverage for COVID-related treatment to those who refuse to be vaccinated. Do your part or pay your own way. Freedom isn't free. Wow. First of all, you're already paying for health insurance. So I don't know how you say pay your own way. I mean, maybe you could make this argument for people that are on Medicaid and Medicare, I guess. But what about the people that already pay for health insurance? How, what are we? (laughs) Freedom isn't free. What a douche. (laughs) What a douche. These people are legislators. These people are lawyers. These people are writing bills to actively attack our freedom to make choices for ourselves. How long before insurance providers eventually say, you know, um, we're only going to pay for things that your first doctor tells you. So you're no longer allowed to get a second opinion uh, because that would be uh, a direct opposition of what we're willing to pay for, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is all an active push to mandate, to mandate the vaccine, to mandate all of this stuff. You know, Glenn Beck said some major things on his uh, show the other day uh, where he has a document. Here, I'm going to play a little clip of it really quick. Let me see if I can pull this up. One second here. One second. All right, let's turn this up. Let me see if I can play this. Here we go. This is 153 pages of the confidential agreement between Moderna and the U.S. government, and it goes back to 2015. Did you know that the government co-owns the vaccine? Oh, by the way, this is not part of the Trump's thing. This is this is not part of that. This is 2015. The same government that is now mandating its use owns the vaccine. So that's very interesting stuff there. Glenn Beck found a 130-something page document that back in 2015 where the U.S. government and Moderna have this contract with each other. So (laughs) it's almost kind of like Boston Tea Party type stuff where Britain was taxing tea and taxing imports and goods and then mandating it to where the settlers and the colonists were only allowed to buy. See, a lot of people don't even know what the Boston Tea Party symbolized, like why it was such a big deal. Because Britain was taxing imports and goods at such a just horrifically high rate and then mandating that the colonists were only allowed to buy those goods from them. Now we've got the government, which a lot of people are now discovering, they have a vested interest in you 
getting and receiving the vaccines. Big Pharma, etc. Everybody knows my issues with Big Pharma. I have a big, big problem with a lot of doctors, okay? And a lot of you may be doctors or in the health profession, nurses, etc. I have a big problem with doctors, okay? I've had a lot of conversations with nurses, etc., etc. I, you know, I have a big problem with doctors. I go to the doctor um and I, you know, I have asthma, right? Okay. Uh, you know, hey, I need a refill for 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 asthma. Um you know, I see a specialist about it and, and it's under control, right? I have a daily and I have a rescue. I have very livable asthma, right? Like I'm not on a tank or anything like this. And randomly, every once in a while, they're like, all right, I want to do a full blood panel. I want to do this, want to do that, blah, 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 blah. And my response is always, why? What? No. <laughs> That's normally my response is, no. No, you're not doing that. I'm not getting poked and prodded over something that I already know. Why, why, why do you need to do that? Well, you want to do it because then you can charge the insurance companies more, which then makes the bottom dollar for your uh, place more money or more profitable, right? Okay, anyone who works in a hospital, you know this to be true, right? People actually have meetings. Hey, we're low on MRIs right now. You need to push MRIs. You need to push this. You need to push full blood panel counts and da-da-da-da-da. The, the, the medical everything is a business just like everything else. And yes, maybe I'm a bad patient. Maybe I'm not. But, you know, uh, you know, no, man, you're not poking prod in me just because you need to make a bottom dollar more profitable. And this is what everyone's been saying from the very beginning about these vaccines. OK, guys, standing up for what you believe is. It can be challenging, but there are basic things you can do to stand up for your principles, like buying from companies that believe what you and I believe. We need to stick together now more than ever, and there has been one mobile phone company willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Graham. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Graham. Or call 972-PATRIOT now. Why is there such a push for more vaccines. Did you know that in 2021, more people have died from COVID than in 2020? But yet over 64% of the U.S. population is now vaccinated? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? <laughs> but yet they're doing everything in their power to mandate all of these things. Why? Why? It's a simple question, really. I have a hard time understanding it. Um it it has and 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 every other issue, medical issues that are actually you know the top ten killers of Americans, are actually going unchecked. Um, overdoses 
are off the charts, the highest in in the past 30 years. Uh, suicide rates off the charts, depression off the charts, uh, uh, dependency on benzos and antidepressants, everything off the charts, heart disease off the charts, obesity off the charts, cancer diagnosis early to where people have less suffering and have a higher survival rate off the charts because people are avoiding going to the doctor altogether. Even for something as routine as like, a, I don't know, like a colonoscopy. People don't want to go to a colonoscopy by themselves and not have anybody be able to be with them and all this other kind of stuff. So people are just putting it off. No, nah, it'll be fine. I ain't, I'll be caught dead before I go there. No, people are putting off surgeries because who wants to go through a surgery alone? Who wants to do those things? Anyone who is anyone will tell you that mental things have a lot to do with healing and recovery and all this stuff. Nobody wants to go through any of that because they've they've messed up so many things. Anyway, I found that interesting. So there you go. All right, let's continue on. Uh, oh, so gas is off the charts, right? Everybody knows gas is off the charts. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody's looking at Biden going, you're a piece of garbage. We told you this was going to happen. Everybody, I, to- I told you this was going to happen. And I'm not even in, the, in government. I am a high school graduate, okay? I am by far not the smartest person in the room. But even I can sit here and go, well, you cut off the Keystone Pipeline, you make us more dependent on other countries' oil and gas. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's only a matter of time before prices start to skyrocket, especially with supply chain shortages and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that seems like a really um, easy thing to predict. But the Biden administration acts surprise. But rest assured, the Biden administration is going to save the day. How are they going to do it? Well, they're going to tap into our reserves and release 50 million barrels of our reserves of oil. Um, now, I'm going to play you a clip because I know that most of you don't know this, and that's fine. Um, but I'm going to play you a clip. Clip. Uh, this is Biden's energy secretary. Okay, so this is the Secretary of Energy for the country. Okay, the Secretary of Energy for the country. She has no idea what the average number of barrels per day that America goes through as far as oil is concerned, as far as gas and crude oil, all this stuff. She has no clue. Again, I know. But the, the Secretary of Energy does not know. Um, listen to this. Well, actually, I'm going to tell you first because the audio is kind of hard to hear. It's about 18 million. Some people believe there's about 20 million barrels a day is what we go through. So Biden is trying to make it seem like they're doing this amazing thing for America. Whereas really, if you release 50 million, you're only giving us about two and a half or three days worth of stuff so how is that actually going to help anything um it's not it's not going to do anything and you're all morons but listen to this that don't just take my word for it here she is they're very curious about this so i'm curious if you know how many barrels of oil does the u.s 
consume per day. I don't have that number in front of me. So, so some suggest it's about 18 million, which would suggest you're releasing less than three days worth of supply from the petroleum reserve. There you go. Right there. Right here. Right there at the White House press briefing. <laughs> the White House Secretary of Energy. Um, They don't even know. They don't even have any clue how many barrels we use a day. And what they're releasing is only going to be about two and a half days worth. Crazy. So um, I want to debunk a rumor or a report that's going on right now. A report said that the U.S. weekly jobs claim um, is the lowest it's been since 1989. Um, and a lot of people are like, look what Biden's doing. <laughs> well, I wanted to bark that. All right. So uh, there are 20 states, okay, that are leading job recovery right now. 20. 20 states out of 50. Okay. It's not even 50%. Like I said, high school grad, but I can do basic math. Okay. Of... The top 20 states that are leading the recovery. 17 of them are Republican states that are completely and utterly rebuking Biden's mandates, their rules, etc. Number one is Utah. Number two, Idaho. Number three, Arkansas. Number four, Texas. Number five, South Dakota. Six, Nebraska. Seven, Montana. Eight, Georgia. Nine, Alabama. Ten, Mississippi. Eleven, Oh, I said Arkansas earlier. I meant Arizona. Uh, Number three was Arizona. Number 11 is Arkansas. Number 12, North Carolina. 13, South Carolina. 14, Florida. 15, Tennessee. 16, Colorado. Uh, 17, Indiana. 18, Washington. 19, Missouri. And 20, New Hampshire. Of the 20, North Carolina, Colorado, and Washington are the only non-red states. So is Biden really fixing the economy or are governors and red states that are in complete and utter rebuke of Biden's tyrannical policies actually holding this country on their back? See, all of these are lies. They're slants to try to make you believe that Joe Biden's doing a good job, but it's actually red states that are completely and utterly combating Joe Biden that are actually (laughs) saving the American economy uh, as best they can. Uh, But it may be all in vain, and we'll get into that in a minute. But before we do that, we got to talk about the horrific events in, and forgive me for the pronunciation of the town, but Waukesha, Waukesha, um, a guy named Daryl Brooks Jr., he's 39 years old. He's been charged with five counts of first-degree intentional homicide, and more charges are pending, okay? Um, victims, let's see, there's 79-year-olds, there's 82-year-olds all the way to, uh, how young was the youngest? I'm sorry, forgive me, I want to make sure I get this right. I know it's in here somewhere. Uh, it was a little boy was the youngest one. I want to say he's six, maybe eight years old. Uh, forgive me. I'm going through the report as we're reading. 
Um, I do know that Daryl Brooks was on a thousand dollar bond earlier this month. Thousand dollar bond earlier this month. This dude has a rap sheet three miles long, and he was out on a thousand dollar bond. See, this is a system that we keep doing in America that the left doesn't want to talk about. That we keep getting these repeat offenders, all this stuff, and we just keep letting them go. We just keep letting them out. Um, he has more than 15 arrests in the state of Wisconsin alone for charges including possession of drugs, strangulation and suffocation, battery, illegally possessing firearms as a convicted felon, and resisting arrest. 15 in the state alone. This guy's out on a $1,000 bond. Let's see. This shows, this article shows that Daryl Bonds or that Daryl is not only a horrible human being, forgive me, I'm reading this very in-depth article right now. Um, It also shows that he had a history of hateful, racist comments. Um with social media posts, including uh, the old white people not dim the F out, um, claiming black people were the true Hebrews. Um, Let's see if we can get some of his tweets here. Um, We start back knocking white people the F out. I on want to hear it. The old white people, too. Knock them the F out, period. Hang on. Like I said, I'm reading this. Uh, Daryl Brooks. Uh, he's uh, reposting things from Hitler. Hitler knew who the real Jews were. Talking about black people. Black Lives Matter, obviously, obviously. Um, let's see. And I'll get to you my question as of why yeah so okay so yeah so he has a history on top of what he did where he drove an suv into a parade killing again multiple people one being a young child i think he hurt injured 30 people or something like that he has a history of anti-white racist rhetoric on the internet So here's my question to this. The mainstream media, the researchers, all this other stuff fired a police officer for donating $25 to the Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund. So somehow they were able to find that out. But now you got a guy who is now on a $5 million bail and the judge who set the bail 100% was like oh I know that this is hard to understand I know this is such a, 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 a astronomically high bail bond you know but this is the reason why all right by now you've probably seen about a thousand gift guides for holiday season gifts for mom gifts for guys gifts for your neighbor's cousin's dog um yeah Even my wife bought this stupid little cheerleader outfit for one of our dogs. I betrayed 
<laughs> the manhood as it is. But either way, you could study all those gift guides and shop at 10 different places, or you could start your shopping at Raycon and get a gift everyone will use. Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Listen, I use these things all the time. I, you know, I used to be the guy that wore the big, you know, Beats by Dre headphones and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Now I'm all about wireless earbuds. And let me tell you, Raycon is where it's at. Raycon gives you amazing audio quality wherever you go. They'd be useful for anyone on your list. Even better for you. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands with their latest model you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you've list everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass the holidays are coming up faster than you think so now is the time to knock out this gift list and avoid the last minute shipping scramble especially because right now my listeners will get 15% off site wide with code holiday at buyraycon.com/gram Go to buyraycon.com slash Graham and use the code HOLIDAY today to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash Graham, offer code HOLIDAY. But this guy was out on a $1,000 bond earlier this month. So he was out on bail after being arrested more than 15 times in the state of Wisconsin alone. Out on a $1,000 bail and then he drives an SUV into a crowd of people. But yet, nobody's calling for Facebook to be shut down because they allowed for racist, anti-white things to be put on their platform. No one's calling for Twitter to be shut down because they allowed for racist, anti-white, anti-Jew rhetoric, anti-Semitic rhetoric on Twitter or Instagram. But yet, Bill Kelly, uh, the cop that donated $25 to the Kyle Rittenhouse Fund, was fired from his police department, Candace Owens just raised over two hundred grand for this guy because they just deemed Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. And anybody that didn't believe that you were uh, guilty before proven innocent and or innocent, innocent, but you were actually uh, not guilty or you were innocent until proven guilty, those people are pro-white supremacy, so they need to be gotten rid of. How is it that all of this? wasn't discovered how is it that all of this now is not being put back on the social media platforms going uh you're to blame for this you saw this coming and you didn't do anything about it you need to be dealt with you need to be broken up you need to be taken off the app store hello parlor remember that it's because it doesn't fit the narrative this is a black guy not just a repeat offender a lifelong offender who was out on a broken justice system of releasing criminals back into the community and into our society. You've been arrested 15 times and you're out on a thousand dollar bond 15 times in one state. Think about that for five seconds. And a lot of people are like, Oh, well you don't know his history. Here's what I know. I ain't been arrested once. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Getting arrested one time, you know, all right, I, you know, I'll bite on that. Okay, you made a mistake. Got it. Do your time or whatever. You pay your fines, do your community service, you move on with your life, you never do it again. This dude has been arrested 15, st- 15 times in one state 
and he was out on a thousand dollar bond. This dude has a social media history of being anti-white, anti-Jew, or anti-Semitic. This guy hates everybody but black people. But yet he's out on a thousand dollar bond and nobody viewed any kind of warning signs of any kind. It's like John Wayne Gacy when they did that report and how he failed the psych eval before he got out of prison the first time. And literally the original psych eval was like, no, this dude is going to murder, you know, tens, 20, 30 people. This dude is freaking Michael Myers. He should never be released. Somehow that slipped through the cracks and he got released. And then he goes on to kill, you know, like 35, 36 people. Same thing's going on today. This dude should have net. This dude shouldn't have been behind bars a long time ago. Throw away the key. Sorry, but yet here we are, and people still are coming to this guy's defense. Say, oh well, he was he was troubled, and mental health is a real thing. Yeah, of course it is. But this dude was arrested in one state fifteen times. If he had mental health issues or all of the above, shouldn't something have been tipped off? Shouldn't a radar been tipped off beforehand? I have a major problem with all this, but, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see if this guy gets the same kind of coverage. Uh, <laughs> the non-biased news coverage that Kyle Rittenhouse got. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see if this guy is a uh, black supremacist. Is that a thing? Can we label somebody that ahead of time? Anyway, I digress. All right, let's talk about the real issue here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I have said this. In fact, I wish that I could find the episode. Those of you that are loyal listeners, you know that I've said this. How long before they make it to where you can't travel out of your own state over vaccination? And I said that they would start with planes, trains, things like that. Things that go across and you're traveling, et cetera. But uh, the one thing, I'll give them credit. I didn't think about this. Um, what happens if at first they go after people that are considered essential workers that have to travel through state lines? And say, you have to be fully vaccinated. Now, remember, fully vaccinated is now considered three shots with a six-month booster. Every six months. Every six months, you got to get a booster. So after you get three shots, then every six months, you got to get a booster to be considered fully vaccinated. Think about that for a second. The Biden admin will now require essential non-resident travelers crossing U.S. land borders, such as truck drivers to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted to know what it was like? Uh, there it is. So in response, there was an interview just yesterday that 36% so far of truck drivers uh, in the interview, they said not only no, but, you know, heck no, they're not doing it. And at just 36%, okay, that's over a third, <laughs> 36% of 
of truck drivers. That's 2.5 million truck drivers. And that's just at 36%. I venture to say we're going to get up past 50 into the 60% of truck drivers who are saying no. Ladies and gentlemen, let me explain to you what Biden is doing. And again, if you look at this through a lens of how how are the Democrats thinking of this, trying to make America better? How are they making these decisions? Well, none of it makes any sense. But if you look at it through a lens of how do you fundamentally destroy America? Well, everything they're doing not only makes sense, it's genius. As of right now, we are very, very close to losing 2.5 million truckers. I think it's going to be more than that. I think it's going to be double that. I think it might be triple that when it's all said and done. But even at 36%, it would fundamentally and utterly halt all supply chains, all supply lines. Our, our entire economy would tank to a level that you have never experienced before. You think supply issues are bad now? Wait till there's no truckers. Wait till there's no food in the grocery stores. Wait till there's no toilet paper, period. Wait till there's no anything. Wait till there's no gas. Wait till there's no um, medical supplies. Wait till there's no nothing. You know, it was said a long time ago during the uh, 2020 election, the, 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 and forgive me, I'm not a trucker, the, the, the Truckers Association, American Trucker Association or something, that, you know, they were basically saying, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this election stuff. What if we all just say, no, we're not driving the trucks. I wonder if they'll investigate the election then. Well, now truck drivers are saying, you want to force tyrannical mandates on us okay fine we'll shut the whole freaking country down because here's the truth of the matter king biden you need truckers a lot more than they need you and that's the truth americans i need you to listen to me right now biden is only as powerful as the american economy allows him to be powerful if we shut down the economy guess what Biden is a senile old man that has no power. Oh, but what about if he calls out the police and all this other stuff? Where are they going to get gas from? <laughs> Where are they going to get gas to fuel the trucks to be, or the, the vehicles to come out there and get you? Where are they going to get it? If the truckers stop delivering food, medical supplies, uh, uh, freaking gun supplies, anything, gas, it, if the truckers stop trucking, everything stops. You know, there was a meme that said, um, you know, if there's food to deliver, thank a farmer. If you have food in the stores, thank a trucker. Same thing goes for anything. Truckers are the people that get the product from point A to point B. They are the ultimate middleman. And without them, we are all screwed. Every last one of us. And the truckers are going to, as it seems right this second, they are going to remind America very quick. Oh, America, you have forgotten your place. You have actually forgotten your 
your hierarchy in this process, Biden and the Biden administration and the U.S. government specifically, you have forgotten your place. Let's see how long you keep this up when you can't eat. Let's see how long you keep this up when you don't have gas to put in your vehicles and your planes and your helicopters. Let's see how long you keep this up when you are short on medical supplies. Let's see who blinks first. That's where we are, America. A lot of you, a lot of people are saying, oh, my God, I can't believe the truckers would 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 be willing to do this to Americans. You know, Americans are going to suffer because of this. Yes, you're exactly right. Americans will suffer because of this greatly. We will suffer greatly. If you haven't been setting up for a day like this, then you've been a fool and you better start buying some stuff right now. Because I'm telling you right this second, I will be standing behind the truckers shutting down the economy more than anybody else. Because I've said it from day one. This tyranny does not end until Americans are willing to become uncomfortable for what they actually believe. Tyrants are only tyrants as long as people are willing to bend the knee. When people are no longer willing to bend the knee and in fact they're willing to stand up in complete and total rebuke of tyranny... A tyrant's just like a bully in school that gets popped in the mouth one time. They will cower. Ladies and gentlemen, when the people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is freedom. And it is time for us to stand up and for us to fight back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a big deal. I mean, I don't want to sugarcoat it for you. If the truckers say no, things are going to get really bad really quick. This affects every business that I own personally. I have a t-shirt business. I actually have a trucking business. Most people don't know that, but I do. This affects everything that I do, except for this business, this online business, I guess, maybe. Uh, this audio business of speaking to you, maybe the trucking industry doesn't affect it there, but I, I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe they, you know, the, the, the parts needed to keep the internet going and fixing internet issues. Maybe that doesn't get delivered. And then maybe we're cut off from being able to talk to each other. I don't know how much this is going to affect every aspect of life as we know it. <clears throat> but if we don't fight back now, If they're going to go after the truckers, I'm telling you, then I'm telling you, then I am telling you. If you live in Mississippi very soon, you will not be able to visit South Carolina. Or if you live in South Carolina, you won't be able to visit Mississippi like we just did. If you live in Georgia, you won't be able to go to Alabama or Tennessee or Florida or South Carolina. I'm just doing states that are close to South Carolina. If you think that this is where they will stop, If we don't stand up to it now, no, this is all a test to how much are we willing to bend? How far are we willing to go for what we believe? Brace yourselves, people. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Today is the day before Thanksgiving, so I want you all to think about a few things. I want you to think about what you're really thankful for this Thanksgiving. And I want you to really think about why you have it. 
why you have the ability to be thankful for your family or your job or your house or your food on the table or your freedom to worship, your freedom to gather, your freedom to do anything. And remember that it is only there because Americans are willing to fight for it. I hope that you have a great Thanksgiving. I really do. I hope you and your family enjoy each other and you celebrate with your loved ones. But rest assured, a fight is coming, America. And dark, dark days are ahead. But I do believe that if we stand together united as Americans, we have an opportunity to win this battle. That's all I have for this episode of Dear America. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, We will have an episode, not tomorrow, because tomorrow's Thanksgiving, but we'll have an episode Friday and an episode either Saturday or Sunday to make up for Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast, and we'll see you all again next time. (laughs) 